folks, we're back. Um, I hope you enjoyed our greatest hits app, our little bonus app that I have not finished putting together yet. And if you but haven't the show heard it must yet, go on. Stop this episode. Go listen yeah. to the greatest hits episode. We did, after all, pass the 100 episode threshold. Not enough people sent me blank checks in the mail for that. Yeah. Very few, yeah. very few people gave us cash, which surprised us. And then come back to this episode. Yeah, so if you did go, welcome back. Uh, you didn't miss anything. I am ill. I don't know if you can tell. Don's ill um, as hell. But the pod must go on. Is that is that what they say? Yes, we never, break a leg. We never take a day off. But yeah, of course not. I'm picturing Beard having like one of those extremely long... XLR cords and he's like in another room. <laughs> I fucking I'm, wish, dude. I hate being sick. I'm bubble boyed up. I'm I'm behind plastic. I'm... Well, folks, what I wanted to come to you with, uh, as we get to I think a week from the trade deadline, less so. I'm pretty sure it's February 9th. I wanted some nice slop for you from Shams or Woj, but alas, we have no slop. It has been very funny to watch their Twitter feeds this season because this is usually when they blow up and get popular and I don't know if they get paid by Twitter now or whatever per engagement but they're definitely farming for engagement Sham said something like there's an there's an East player who's thinking about joining the dunk contest for the first time ever and everyone's like who Jesus cares Christ. who's getting traded <laughs> so they are desperate out there yeah they are they're indeed desperate there was so there's been drama but not the kind of like I don't know. Usually I feel like there's way more just volume of like BS that they're swinging yeah. around about who's going where. <laughs> tell us tell us your drama. I will say the only thing I've really picked up on is the Brooklyn Nets are a completely unserious team when it comes to trading. They they turned down like five first round picks from Mikhail Bridges. They're just not they're not negotiating in good faith. That's really all I've gathered. I guess Bridges is really the only thing they have left. I mean, I guess that's True. their identity. Yeah. But if 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 I'm if I'm the Brooklyn Nets and I want to go into rebuild territory, which I obviously do because I want people to forget that <laughs> all the things happened. Yes, everything. Happened last everything you've years, done in the last five years. I'm taking those picks and yeah. I'm going. You know, I'm going Sam Presti mode. Build through the draft, re- restarting. Um. But anyway. Uh, no, the main drama has been drama that I don't know. It's it's drama be- mostly because it uh, probably doesn't have any bearing on reality, but it's uh, Lakers Braun drama. Like I saw so yep. many different segments and articles come out about let like about trading LeBron James. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the trade deadline, not even. And they're right. saying, you know, well his. Uh, he's got the option, and so you know they sh- they should. If he doesn't want to return to L.A., then he they should get something for him and deal him right now. Wow, <laughs> which would would have literally shaken the entire face of the sport. That would and be so, the biggest yes. trade in so long, in in a long time. Like it, it, and just felt like it erupted out of nowhere, which is also another. I, I don't know. I mean, it was pretty much BS from the start, but there was that really interesting ringer article that went very in depth on like, is it time for Braun and the Lakers to, to part ways? And uh-huh. um, I don't know, whatever. What are your gut th- 
thoughts as a, as a Laker man? Because I feel like if you care about the Lakers beyond LeBron James, you should be begging for a trade to get some value out of him. It's depressing to see him go. Yeah, but. I mean, p- part of me, we, you definitely, you definitely do want to. Well, it's like you want to get value, but also like at the same time, as a Laker fan, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend that our team is something that they're not, which is a team like whose whose DNA is in star power. So yeah. you know the NBA. So the Lakers losing LeBron James or him, you know, moving on from them. Um, it also, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't really see a scenario where that makes us a better team. Like, obviously, uh, you could say, well, you know, try to get some picks or whatever. But, you know, the reality is like, look, the Lakers will do whatever they can to attract and, and keep and, um, you know, make stars happy uh-huh. and, that's just that's kind of our whole it's kind of our whole deal. I feel like if we did anything to part ways with, with LeBron James, it just wouldn't be the Lakers. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like a Laker move. I mean, you're so used to guys retiring there, not like spending a couple extra years somewhere else. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I guess there's still the question around Bronny and if he if he's good enough to get get drafted, Oof, yeah. let alone get drafted highly, and then. Whatever, whatever. But anyway, there's. It was a very short-lived. I feel like media cycle that died in like it was like three days and then died. I guess it's technically it's, it's not dumb. too late. It would be. It seems impossible that who, whatever teams are involved would be able to keep it under wraps. Something that big for this long, if if anything's happening. But well, I think Rich Paul or somebody came out and even said like, "That's off the table. This is literally just this is stupid. <laughs> like, okay. It's not real." Good. And then everyone kind of backed off. So. Whatever. Fair. Some that's a little bit of slop for for slop season. Yeah, hypothetical slop. We'll take that. But we'll take what we can get. I don't know. It's like is there are there any trades out there that exist for any team right now that that's gonna do anything? Mm-hmm. There's some talk <laughs> like, about a Zach Levine going somewhere. We're still eyeing DeJounte Murray. That honestly has a I think a decent chance of happening from what I've what I've seen. Uh, Bruce Brown. There were talks for the Knicks for a little bit, but I think they want too much for him. There was a there was Lakers talk about Dejounte Murray too, but yeah. it's like, dude, any any package that we could put together would be a lateral move yeah, at 100%. best, and mm-hmm. all of our picks are like fourth round picks in like twenty thirty two, so nobody wants them. Yeah, I I kind of feel similarly. I'm uh, with the Knicks. I'm at the point where I'm like, don't don't blow this up. We we definitely need a score off the bench, but like. I don't need a big name or a big contract guy. I'll take a I'll take a Brogdon or somebody somebody come light it off off the bench. But we we shall see. Beard, you heard anything in the in the Hornets world? Not anything good. Yeah. Brandon Miller's actually playing play, playing pretty well. Yes. Uh um, shouts out Kia rookie of the month for January. Yeah, so big ups on that. But other than that, not a lot of bright spots. Wimby got it in the West, and and the old BM got it in the yeah, East. Yeah, baby mama. <laughs> so yeah, we'll keep we'll keep a slop eye out for you folks. But it's looking like a pretty quiet, pretty quiet trade season. Although this, I mean, I don't think we're gonna get anyone like Braun or KD size at this point. Uh, but you know, there's still a lot of days for for teams to make some moves. Uh, it is like within it's it's. Thursday at two. Okay. So tomorrow's 
the big okay, day so and then the eighth. wake up and see what happens on Thursday. Yeah, that's wild. For half the day. Uh, we should wish uh, wish Doc Rivers uh, congrats in his one and four start. I guess one and three. Oh yeah. And the in the four games he's he's played with the he's coached slash played with the uh, with the Bucks. He blew a double digit lead and lost to the Nuggets in his first game as the Bucks head coach. Nice. And he has since lost to the Jazz and the Trailblazers. Okay. Uh, so good to see a team that was concerned about the <laughs> the coaching acumen and the the uh, potential playoff matchups to be doing exactly what we expected at Doc. Yeah, had to get Griffin out of there. Yeah. Oh, Mike, what was the thing you had about the, the All-Star game? For t- <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a quick uh, athletic bit. Um, let me pull it up here again. But it was it's basically uh, athletic kind of making fun of Doc Rivers. He's, he's going on this sort of uh, generous, magnan- magnanimous kind of, uh, I don't know, like run trying to sort of play the media in a, in a certain way. Hold on. <coughs> Wrong lemonade pipe. You can hear me typing. Let's do a quick little cough break. Quick little cough break. This is sponsored by Lemonade. Halls. Oh. Hall's Lemonade. Hall's would be nice. I gotta get a... Give me a Hall's. What's that one that sings with the dude with the big old... Ricola. Yeah. Those <laughs> kind of are weird. Not gonna lie. Yeah. They taste foreign. There's one. I'm not thinking of candy, but there's one that's like swirly. There's a. I yeah, see. yeah. No, you're right. That is not candy. Okay. That's Although like technically a, all cocktails are candy. Yeah. What is that red and white one? It's got like a oh. cream thing that like numbs your throat. In addition to what? The, yeah, dude, Mike, you got to get your throat numbed. I promise Mike, you. You got to get your cough <laughs> drop game up. No, cough cough drops aren't that good they kind of I, I don't really like them no they're not fun i i've always been a cruncher too like the oh the, you start yomping the whole efficacy the the usefulness of them is that you get like 10 15 minutes before they're a nub you get a good coat down your throat you know it's nice to <laughs> do a little th- throat coat is to like take a cough drop and put it in hot tea like pour the water over the coffee. Oh, yep. That sounds fire. I'll, I'll confirm that as well. Yeah, that's the ticket, dude. And a little honey, a little little shot of whiskey. Does it like fully dissolve or does it? Uh, if you break up, if you there? like keep it moving, if you're like stirring, yeah, while it while it's heating, then yes, it does pretty well. Yeah, I've been I've been ill equipped for this cold. It started coming on yesterday, and I drank a coffee before I really could tell if it was. Uh, illness or just like a sore throat and i was like Oof, oh coffee's not the right move all right commercial break over for, yeah okay, okay. Gen- general commercial break for thanks for, for cough drops <laughs> sit corner sit corner's done sit corner was awesome um no this is the athletic uh talking about doc rivers and the the title is is he pretending to struggle um <laughs> talks about but Bucks coach Doc Rivers has been known to play the media like a fiddle. Oh, God. Um, and they just kind of kind of go on. Um, but what he did was, I guess he came out and said that he's giving the all-star game ring and coaching bonus to the fired Adrian Griffin. Jesus. Um, he's, he's also not allowing the assistants he brought on to coach in that game. Only the assistants under Griffin's time will coach the East. That's a little much. It's kind so, of like a nod to, hey, you guys got yourselves in this position, and I just 
came in on a on a rainbow but at the same time it yeah it feels absolutely like patting himself on the back the whole way i don't know doc is just i'm i'm sick of him we're hearing hearing yeah, too much doc, from this guy we're gonna take you down mike's gonna take you down you're going down doc take you're on you mike's, mike's outside list i mean and that list is long baby yeah and you're at the fucking top right now doc <laughs> Oh, apparently when asked about uh <laughs> when asked about him coaching the All-Star game, Dame Lillard said, quote, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. He that's said he said that's pretty fun. funny. It definitely wasn't a conversation in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I mean, the fact that he literally just rode in and stole that from Tibbs is infuriating, but yeah. And Tibbs would be such an entertaining all-star coach just screaming at dudes for, like, not playing good defense. Oh. I mean, who fucking cares? Really, though? Because it's, like, the all-star game? Yeah, of course. Like they don't... I just think him him taking it too seriously would be a yeah. hilarious the... angle on it. it yeah. But Doc is, like, why the was he name. named? Why was he named the all-star? I really don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember how they do that in the in, like for their east and west guys. I know uh, Jalen Rose is coaching the Rising Stars game, which is kind of cool. So they're I think they're drafting tonight actually. Pick some some young bucks to nice. to tear it up. Uh, I wanted to jump back and complain about the Lakers some more. I know oh. we did this <laughs> last week or two weeks ago, and Mike, you have your your bit about when people complain about free throws and refs favoring the Lakers. You're like, I wish they would do better at that. Um, yes. But this keeps coming up and I just can't ignore it. Every time I see it, uh, it says the Lakers, as of this was seven days ago, the Lakers have shot 233 more free throws coming into their game against the Rockets than their opponents. Uh, in this Jesus. season, far and away ahead of the second place team, which is the New York Knicks. And the Lakers are dead last in drives to the basket. So the play that you would expect to generate the most free throws, they are 30th in. And the free throws that result from that, they're first in. Still mad. Well, no still mad. Such such not, it doesn't look great for the <laughs> Lakers. Taking solace in the fact that, like you said, it doesn't seem to be working very well, but... Uh, what else do we have in the Lakers? Uh, we do need to. I guess we can co-chair this Lakers Knicks game discussion. I I was pretty pissed watching that, folks. I uh, tuned in for I think from like ten minutes into the f- with left in the fourth until a minute and a half, two minutes left in the fourth, and I think the Knicks had two buckets in that time. But there was like an eight and a half minute period <laughs> where they did not score. We were up, I think I think our highest lead was double digits, but when I was watching, we were up like six or seven, and then I turned it off when we were down like 12. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Damn. Uh, so that was infuriating, but... Um, Pretty good bed dumping, though. We can we can table that. We were, I mean, we were missing fucking four guys. Uh, uh, no OG, true. so... That's yeah, true. That's a key piece, and then Randall's obviously gone for the next month. Did you have any takeaways from that, Mike? Did you catch, did you catch that game? I mean, what I wrote down from it was the Lakers beat the Knicks for some reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't like yeah. why I I was I watched I was at, out to eat actually and it, it was it was on in the restaurant and I was uh-huh. watching it and I was like as it was getting into the fourth quarter I was like 
wait, why, like, why are the Lakers like, like contending? And then right. and I was like, oh, then they took the lead. I'm like, they're pulling away. Like, what, like, what is happening? I mean, Just in some insane. ways, you could say like it's it's a little bit of like a classic Knicks fourth quarter move. Yes, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But um, mm. also, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Brunson had what 36 points 36 and 10 um, not Divincenzo super efficient had, had 26 still good yeah um yeah i don't know i mean the story what was the was that the headline from this game that they it was like lakers decide to buckle down on defense or something um yeah sure. so i don't know if it was that i i really i don't know I don't know because for some reason the Lakers beat the Celtics without Bron and AD. Right, right. Um, and then the TNT guys were jumping all down the Celtics' th- throat because they were like, you know, that's embarrassing. You shouldn't lose to this team. That was the Austin Reeves game, right? Just that was the Austin Reeves goaded, absolute yeah. goaded game. <laughs> Probably top five all time. Um, and then, which was sick. And then I guess they just came off of that and just were like, all right, I guess we'll just keep. Doing this, but also with Bron and AD. Yeah, I mean, kind of switch narratives. It was our turn to have our our best fellows out. Although Bron, you know, Brunson played. He's he's the best guy, I guess. I I would like to outsource my autopsy of this Knicks Lakers game to friend of the pod Ben Stiller. Okay, great. He, he was he lives tweets during most of those games, which is fun. But he he came up with this and said, headlines should read Lakers beat shorthanded Knicks like. I don't know why the narrative is anything other than that. He said, yeah. there's no OG, no Randall, no Quentin Grimes, and no Mitchell Robinson. Uh, Brunson still dropped 36 and 10. DDV scored 26. Poor shooting night overall for the team. They were under 50% from the field. Lakers rested for a week for this game. Clearly, we need to get healthy, but otherwise, this team is going to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Hashtag Knicks. Um, Hell yeah. So still still almost delusionally optimistic, which I appreciate from from Mr. Stiller, from Mr. Fokker. But yeah, that was uh that was a tough one. Especially just because like I got to see zero minutes of like good Knicks play. I just watched ten minutes of a train wreck and then turned it off. I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> uh, but on the upside, just before I before I stop uh stop Knicks talk. Brunson and Randall both named to the 2024 All-Star Game. It is the first time the Knicks have sent both a point guard and a front court player to the All-Star Game since Mark Jackson and Patrick Ewing in 1989. So first time in any of our lives that the Knicks have had two decent players. <laughs> and I love to see it. Mike, you got, uh, for the probably the 50th time since 1989, you got two or three or four guys going to the All-Star Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, should we uh, should we announce our the the West and, and East reserves? I mean, it came out. Yeah, let's, let's came out do officially. It. Let's, but let's run uh, through them. Sure. So in the in the West, we've got uh, for reserves Steph Curry, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Anthony Davis, and Carl Anthony Towns. Cheers. Um, and in the East, our reserve selections include. Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brown, Paolo Bancaro, Julius Randle, and Bam Adebayo. 
Cheers to that. And then there were some substitutions, right? I think Jared Allen got nominated in Randall's place, and then someone is playing for Embiid. Trey and... Trey and Jared Allen got, got swapped in. It was Trey, and I thought another, like, not huge guy. Little little fella. Yeah, cool cool for them. I do think on the West, they, they fixed the mistake... Uh, in my opinion, the mistake of not having any fucking players from the best team in the West. So they ended up putting Cat and Ant in there, which is which is good. Um and then we got we got unsnubbed with our with our Brunson appearance in Randall, <laughs> yeah, so that's un- cool. Unsnubbed. Do you do, I was gonna say, I was gonna ask you guys about other snubs or do you feel like there were you still feel like there are starter snubs? Um uh, oops. I it's hard it's hard to kind of like it's hard to honestly give a shit like four weeks in a row on, on something like this. Yeah. I don't I once once the reserves and the the backups are kind of named, I by that point I'm usually like, Okay, good for everybody. I do think I was really glad to see Tyrese Maxey. I think he's still one of those guys who I don't know. I just don't I think we'll be respecting him a lot more in the next years to come than than we do now but two things real quick bam made the all-star team right uh yes okay yeah east all-star reserve bam out of bio i saw this stat that van vliet has 46 blocks this season and bam has 40 wow which i thought was fucking crazy yeah um but also i was there was there was a graphic i saw and it was like all right Embiid and randall are basically dead Who's going to replace them in the All-Star? <laughs> uh-huh. And it has, like, Trey Young, you know, blah, 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 points per game. Butler, points per game. Porzingis, uh-huh. por- points per game. Allen, field goal percentage. And then it gets to Derek White, and it shows the win-loss the record. record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. Which Kofi, so I, I think Kofi had a video about that of just going, like, do you think we're that stupid? Like, you couldn't put more text or like more context into that but yeah that's this is so that's a tough sell go like yeah Derek white should be there i mean look at it, look how his team's doing <laughs> that is funny shouts out shouts out dy glad you're bald now <laughs> but yeah i still i believe again i i was pretty sure jared allen got got put as like an injury reserve guy it is cool to see i guess with the Cavs doing the insane run they're doing now it's cool that they get a nod unless i'm unless i'm totally wrong uh any any names or non-names jump out to you guys over here nah i'm i'm over it i this just looks the game this looks good yeah we love it we endorse it we love to see it folks we will be endorsing the all-star game this season we will not be boycotting Feel free to watch. Get ready for halftime crab facts. Yeah, crab facts are coming. We should do another live, <laughs> two and a half hour live pod during it. Should we discuss, uh, Beard mentioned this. I think we had the first two, but we did not have the Steph uh, number. But uh, after Cats 60.L, we had Devin Booker put up 62 in a loss and then Curry put up 60 in a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know this, but according to StatMuse, this is the first season in NBA history where multiple yeah. players have scored 60-plus points in a loss. Like, that used to happen once, if ever. And now, I think it's happened like four times, three, four times this season. Uh, most of which were in the last week. 
and I can't remember if we already beat this horse to death on pod, but so many people have been talking about like, does the NBA have a scoring problem and all that stuff? Any any thoughts? Any thoughts on this? No, I just I feel like a a sixty point L is just such a bummer. It <laughs> like, seems impossible. Like, and everyone was giving Cat a ton of shit because that was the night that Dame hit the or that Dame yeah. that Embiid hit the seventy mark, and so they said like he saw that he saw that stat line at halftime it was like just feed me the ball regardless of what happens to this team, and that's just a shitty mindset to have if you're first in the West. If you're gonna choke a game in pursuit of a individual, Scotty Barnes. Yes, Scotty. That's who it was. Cheers to Scotty, which is crazy. But so so yeah so I mean, obviously team points are high as hell. We could potentially see like a 200 point score if we get some overtimes. Which is coming first, 200 or 100 solo? 200 team, 100 solo. KG and Paul Pierce were talking about that, and KG oh, insists that it's 100, but that's because he has KG brain, and he just pictures himself scoring 100. <laughs> I do think the team thing seems far more plausible. I don't know. As a team, this is a dumb question. Has a team broken 200 before? That's what we were saying. I don't know. Not, sure not even necessarily close. I just feel like you're more likely to get like a a team, you know, like a Clippers team where all of them are shooting 60% from the field and they each have 45 points and that's, you know, four different dudes rather than, you know, some teams letting letting an individual dude score 100. Cuz like we so, we talked about it before, like the idea that you would allow that if you're at halftime and someone's got 55, you're like, "Okay, well our whole goal is to stop this individual player." Yeah, but st- that still you need all those guys to be hot instead of one. So that's just Yeah. I, I mean, neither of them are easy, but I I lean on the 200 side being more attainable. So I I just looked this up and the the, the highest scoring regular season game in NBA history. Uh do you guys do you know the team or the teams involved? Uh yes, cuz we talked about this Mavs, before, but I also double OT 174 to 177. No. no. <laughs> but that was would have been a, a very a very true. confident wrong answer though. <laughs> Super confident. It was a triple overtime game in December of 1983 between oh, wow. the Pistons and the Nuggets. And they combined to score, are you ready for this, 370 points total. Um, and the, the Pistons beat the Nuggets 186 to 184. Um, wow. So that 186 points from the Detroit Pistons in 1983 is currently the most points ever scored by a team in a game. Hell yes. So I, I feel like obviously the two like a 200-point team outing is going to come before another <laughs> individual scores a hundred I, I don't know i don't that, know it just seems more it seems more realistic i don't know we've seen look so if you look at the top scoring games in the past you know however long the nba has been sick uh obviously that kings and clippers last year that was like yeah. the second highest scoring game ever but other than that we don't have a game anywhere close but if you look at the individual scoring in this past month even We've had 70s. Fuck, yeah, true. Fucking um, Luca damn near had 80 if he wanted to be sick. But yeah, I think I it's, think 
I don't know. That's just a lot. Mm. It would have to. I mean, I guess it would have to go. It would have to be somebody like they're on like a 70 game uh, whatever pace, and then the game would have to go into like multiple overtimes. Yeah, I think either way you're yeah. gonna need like triple so OT. It has to be basically a high scoring game already, and yeah. then high scoring in overtimes would kind of be the yeah. It's got to stay competitive for multiple OTs. Ultimate formula. It's gonna be wild, folks. Tune in. <laughs> tune into every NBA game to see if it'll happen. Other than that, I mean. Yeah, all of these super high-scoring games have... Well, actually, not all of them. Some of them are regulation, but most of them have multiple overtimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it's, I, I don't know, though. There's there's something to be said. Like, it would definitely have to go to that overtime. But to go from 70 or even like a Kobe 81... Yeah, you're still To go an extra, like, 20 points. That... that I, I don't know, man. I mean, Wilt was like a like a weird Godzilla man. Yeah. And I don't well, know if you can just ha- have somebody who can, who can just, who's eight feet taller than everybody else on the court. I'll tell you what, one of them has already happened before. Yeah, true. Wilt did it. So that's, that's point in favor of a hundred. 81. I mean, that's like, all right, you, you throw I, a couple yeah. of, it's like you, the four minute mile. You it's put, like no one thought you could do it. And then everyone did it the next year. You put Kobe in a double overtime in that 81-point game, tell me he's not getting 100. Sure. All right. I just don't know that they make Kobe's anymore. If I will tell you, if they, they got rid of the the cherry-picking or the uh, stand in the paint for three seconds rule, you could you could just dish to Wemby for an entire Spurs game and just have him drop it in the bucket like it's a kid's game. Bro, and then he they're going to make the four-point line. Oh, Yeah. Do you guys think as as uh, where do you, where do you land on a potential four point four point line? I don't think it'll happen. If anything, I think they're gonna drag they're gonna stretch the three point line out even further rather than fuck with existing point structures. But no, I I I don't know. I I don't want a four point. That just that yeah that no. changes the game. That's yeah. not like it an incremental change. I feel like that's such right. a drastic change to the math of how the game works. Totally that like. I, I don't know. That would be. I also don't think it would, would wild. I don't think we would see the fruits of it very much. Like if mm-hmm. us, presumably it's seven, eight, ten feet out from where the three point line is. Like there's only like four guys who even attempt those shots semi frequently in the league. Like it's not like everyone would start getting a four point play guy on their team. You know, be sick as fuck though is if they did like in the final two minutes past half court is four points. Yeah, that'd be tight. And so you just got dudes that are like, God damn, we're down by like 13. I mean, if I chuck a couple of these up there and they go in. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. What if it was like, what if instead of a four point line, it was like hot spots? What if it was like a four that's, point? That's it's how like, they did it in the, three, uh, isn't it? that's how they did it in that corny ass. I guess it was a three point contest, but they as soon as they did the starry sponsorship and everyone, the NBA was sucking oh, starry off. They were like, here's, here's <laughs> the... Here's the basketball that's worth four points because it's got Starry logo on Which, it. Everyone goes, oh, cool. I didn't know until like fucking way after I started seeing that Starry stuff. That's just Sierra Mist. 
it's yeah it's the new C- it's literally sierra mist rebranded yeah, it's, it's to, the re- oh wow yeah ex- exactly that's corny i know i was pretty mad about it there's nothing new under the sun baby it did make me want to try it though which is okay i've heard still, it like oh, taste try it i don't think i think it like tastes flat like it tastes like a worse sprite that's like been uncorked well that's kind of always what sierra mist was that is true right? yeah. <laughs> like they were just a firm um, second place Here's a, what's, a what's hot, the order of, hot of green sodas. Okay, go. Um, did Adam Silver kill Joel Embiid <laughs> by introducing a 65 game minimum? No, no. It, Honestly, if you're actually injured, then don't worry about the fucking MVP or whatever you're yeah, chasing. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this thing too. Like. Players Stupid. and people bitching. I will say the one the one point that really sucks is guys like Tyrese Halliburton or whatever, where it's like I'm gonna lose a forty one million dollar option on my contract yeah. if I don't if and, I don't qualify. And, you know what? That's, I was just gonna say real quick that that's gonna not be a part of a contract anymore. True. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's gonna start being yeah. A couple guys, a couple guys get screwed I'm saying, until a new CBA or until new. Contract. If I'm Tyrese Halliburton, if I if I'm if I've lost a limb. I'm crawling onto the <laughs> yeah. court. Yeah. For for however Play long it takes for it to for me to count that I played that game, I right. am, I will crawl. I, I will lose an eye. I I don't care. Like yeah. I'm on. I'm checking into that game. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Well, I do think Embiid is the funniest example of this because he's. I don't know. He's. I think he's considered firmly in the camp of guys who have sat traditionally when they didn't necessarily need to he's also a perennially injured guy so it's like it's you could make a case for either way but it, it's still just so funny to me that he got like goaded in by twitter to playing a game that he may not have been ready for and then he made his injury more serious like he was that concerned about people on twitter saying oh you're ducking Jokic, the real goat <laughs> he's like all right now my hands now my whole leg's fucked up yeah, I'm still pro that rule. Yeah, yeah, still like yeah, it. Yeah, I still, I, I, I'm still pro, and also I'm pro um, people getting injured. True. So, okay. True. This needs. If to that's happen. what it takes. <laughs> if this is what it takes, then this is what's best for the sport. I don't know what to tell you. We should touch on this. Let's end on a depressing note. Um, Tony Snell officially missed the window of. Oh. I can't remember what it was. Like ten years in the nba to get uh, health insurance the, the boosted up oh. health insurance i think he already has the basic stuff for life but he has two kids with autism i believe and he was like i just need like one out of these 30 bastard billionaire owners to sign me to a 10-day contract and i can qualify for health care for my family for the rest of my life and nobody did it Damn. Came and that's devastating evil and honestly it's a it's a blight on this country when you think about the idea that it's like a big narrative in the NBA that it's like, oh, that multi-millionaire NBA player didn't get the health care he needs. <laughs> it's like, yes, think about people who don't have those near decade in the league to build up some some millions with the same situation, but it's still yeah. depressing regardless. Shouts out to shouts out Rest to the Snell gang to. Joy. Folks, but we're doing a GoFundMe I, for the Snells. Yeah, we're gonna fund the hell out of the Snells. 
It's called Bells for Snells. I don't know if anyone's played Animal Crossing, but that's the currency in that game. And I thought of it right now that it rhymes. Um, I saw a stat, little Archie Diacono stat. Oh, uh, making history. That's, well, let's cool the Jets a little bit here. <laughs> Not going to like this one. Um, it was, he is the first player in NBA history to play 20 consecutive games and not score a point. <laughs> we'll take it. That's history regardless. <laughs> yeah, Which, poor Rye, man. I thought that was crazy, but he's a champ and he's on a winning team, so he can get over it. Um, Final notes, also sad. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. And Oof. Drake's dick is out there on the internet now. Yeah, so true. We I wish can. those were reversed, but... Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Really, just I don't understand either. <laughs> yeah, what should happened? we do a culture? Let's do a Mike reacts yeah. culture corner real quick. Hit him, hit him wow, with those wait, again. To- Toby Keith literally died. Yes. Yeah, he's young too. Is he like 61? 62? 62. He yep. put a boot in his ass. It's the American way. <laughs> oh, That's how he God. died. Should have been a cowboy. <laughs> wow. He does represent and the, Drake's. The- Dick. Absolute worst. Of our culture. <laughs> yeah, Drake went schlogged out. Wait, was Toby Keith a bad guy? He's... No, Kobe to- Kobe Teeth slapped. Dude. Kobe Teeth was a retard who ruined American culture. He's the guy who they made fun of in South Park of just like sucking off nine eleven and making songs about um, wanting to kill terrorists. Yeah, every yeah, fucking but... country guy did right after nine eleven. True, but yeah. But what about Kobe Teeth? <laughs> Kobe Teeth. <laughs> has a problem kobe teeth dropped 81 there there is a vid of or not a a vid uh, from what i've seen uh there's a blurry picture of drake with his dick in his hand at like a hotel or something and everyone's freaking out about it and someone photoshopped a bottle of josh wine that's been all over the the meme world and they said he's drake and his josh lmao (laughs) (laughs) now okay that see that's what the internet is for yeah yeah, so that's the culture um, corner. <laughs> what are your what are your gut re- thoughts, Mike? My gut thoughts as we're wrapping up uh, here. Um, I'm going to sneak in two more basketball <laughs> yeah, facts from the past week. Uh, Dame Dame returned to Portland, and Brad Beal returned to DC. Oh, both cool. a notable notable return games. Um, Drake's dick is on the internet, I guess. I don't know. Not shocked. Like, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Kind of surprised it's not already on the internet. Really struggling sure. to not Google search to it not look right it now. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, Kobe Teeth is is my rap name. Cause that's hard. That goes so hard. But I guess as well, rest in peace. I, I don't really know anything about Toby Keith or his family. But, Bad guy. Uh, rest know, in piss. We don't. Okay, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> my that's Don's sentiments. Um, but dude. long live Kobe Teeth, wherever you are. Yeah, <laughs> cheers, cheers to that guy. Um, anything else? I, I can. I'm set of. on my end, fellas. Here, here's to 101 more. Should we say yeah, that every dude. single episode? <laughs> let's let Don has said up. his said his piece. At least, hey, at least one of us out of three, <laughs> or out of 
No, I guess with all with our secondary teams, there's some decent teams in there too. But I was gonna say at least one of us out of the three has a winning oh, yeah. basketball oh. club to root for. <laughs> well, at least one of us out of the three is gonna have a pretty sick pick in this upcoming draft Ooh. for no one. <laughs> Keep an eye out, for folks. No Charlotte's one. Charlotte's gonna make dreams come true with that. Shouts out lottery picks. Damn, should we trade LeBron and then tank? Should no, we trade everyone? Yeah, tank? yeah. I'm not gonna entertain this on Pod Mike. Trade everyone, tank. Spiral on we your own do picks. We need straight. A, we need a hundred first round picks. Straight team swap. Straight team swap. Hornets, Ooh, Lakers. There you go. Let's just see I'll what take happens. It. Take on those done. new contracts. Except for we get to keep Melo and Brandon Miller. That's it. Rules done. <laughs> and pot's over. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>